Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. This is The Punters, Mate, on SEN. Coming up after nine o'clock, we have Sam Clipperton on our Sam Friday. So Sam Collett, Sam Clipperton. He's got trials. Where are the trials in Sydney? Because he's flying up tomorrow. No, he's not. He's not riding here tomorrow. Oh, he's not riding tomorrow. No, he's riding in Sydney tomorrow. So, yeah, he's staying home. Okay, so he doesn't have to worry about the uh, heavy eight plus at uh, No, Dubin. he can deal with a heavy 10 at Rose Hill instead. Yeah, so um, <laughs> we'll get Sam on the program. Fingers crossed uh, in between trials uh, tomorrow uh, today in Sydney. Yes, uh, he's got quite a few uh, rides this morning. He's got a lot of rides at Rose Hill tomorrow, a lot of good rides. We might ask him about a couple of those, but I want to ask him about uh, his time away from riding. He went on a bit of a surfing trip, and he's really turned the corner the last six months. So interesting to see what he's doing differently. So that is uh, after 9 o'clock, which is not too far away. Now, we should update our good friends at the Brisbane Greyhound Racing Club. Yep. Poor old Luke Gatehouse. We had him on the program last week, Albion Park. Uh, The track was okay, but the roads around were flooded. Uh, Last night was a high tide at midnight, so they were able to get last (laughs) night's meeting underway. Uh, today they're supposed to be having Greyhound meeting at um, Ipswich, so Albion Park will be fine. The harness racing is there tonight. So last week, the start of the Winter Carnival, they had to last night m- move that to Saturday. Yep. And last Saturday's got cancelled again because of the wet weather and not being able to get into Albion Park. So then they had to uh, start all again last night. They're going to have to cram it in and rush it through. And this is their celebration year as well. They've got so many things happening. So you've got to feel for, oh. for poor old Luke Gatehouse. Yeah, and they had the heats of the Young Guns, the Group 3, last night, and the Young Guns final will be the week after that. So looking forward to that. Well, uh, Next Thursday, yeah. We'll take a very quick break because other side of the break, we'll come back and chat a little bit more. We'll go through where all the racing is in the next couple of days in Queensland. And then hopefully, fingers crossed, if he's not on a horse getting ready for trial, we'll chat with Sam Clipperton right here on The Punters Mate, the Tad Queensland Racing Carnival. Featuring Stradbroke season is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. This is the punters, mate, on SEN. Friday morning rolls around to those stations just joining us. Welcome to the program. You've missed uh, Sam Collett on a Sam Friday. Sam Highland has just walked in. And hopefully Sam Clipperton will chat to very shortly. But we're surrounded by Sams. We are. Who else can we have on the show today with the first name of Sam? Who? 
I don't know. That's irrelevant, to be honest with you, Chris. But uh, yeah, Scott Sammy... Cross can be Sam Cross today when we cross to him. So why are we speaking with Sam Clipperton Well, today? Sam Clipperton rode a treble at uh, Doombin last Saturday. And of course, he landed the 10,000 winner in Mazu uh, in the big race. But he's a guy that's uh, – he rode in Hong Kong some years back and had a good first season or so there, and things went a little bit pear-shaped. He decided to come back to Australia uh, but look, his numbers over the last six months or so, this season he's riding at a really good uh, strike rate percentage. So I want to see what he's doing differently. He had a bit of time away. I think he's a new father as well. So it's just good to get to know a bit more about Sam Clipper. He's not riding here tomorrow in Brisbane, but he'll be back for some of the bigger races. And for those who are just joining us around the country, uh, the forecast for Doombin tomorrow is not great for Brisbane. We've got potentially about six mil today, later this afternoon and tomorrow and this evening. And then tomorrow, further 35. It's a heavy eight at Doombin at the moment. Uh, and I would think by the time we get to the Doombin Cup tomorrow, it might be a little bit closer to a heavy that's 10. Like double than figures the, by that to stage. a heavy eight, yeah. But if anyway. the rain comes. Anyway, that's tomorrow Doombin. We've got Aquas Park, Gold Coast, Toowoomba, fingers crossed, Nanango, Barcaldon, Innisfail, Homehild, Emerald, and also Mount Isa. So that is uh, the racing thoroughbreds tomorrow around Queensland. And as I mentioned, it's a very busy time for Sam Clipperton because he's got trials today in Sydney. Yes. But he has joined us on the line and we really appreciate it. Sam, thanks very much for your time. Good morning. No worries, guys. Uh, good morning. How are we? Yeah, very well. Thanks, Sam. You must be riding the crest of a wave at the moment after a, a fantastic uh, treble at Eagle Farm last Saturday, including the Group 1 Dooman 10,000, which broke... A run of outs for you in Group 1 is a frustrating run. Yeah, it certainly did. Um, no, it's been, a, it's been a, a, you know, I've felt pretty good this week, obviously, but um, the work doesn't stop there. It's, um, you know, the show goes on and we um, and we got to continue. And I'm here at the, the Rose Hill Trials under uh, rainy skies and mm. getting wet and, um, and, and trying to find the next winner. Well, don't worry. If you were up here, you'd be getting wet as well very shortly. It just yeah. seems to be the way of the world at the moment. Um, 14 Group 1 seconds leading into that win last week. How did you feel when Paul Ailey's uh, loomed down the outside? you think, oh, no, not again? No, I, I, I had a lot of faith in Marzu in, in going into the race. And, um, and you know, his improvement throughout the preparation, the way he... he he went through the the ranks was was quite unbelievable, and um, you know it was his acid test last Saturday. He had to to produce probably another peak performance or a peak performance to to win the race, which he certainly did. And um, you know it was such a it was such a tough victory because he chased a hot speed the whole way. The race was was run, you know, it was a really high pressure pressure run race, and um, he was right there behind it and. Uh, he hit a bit of a, a flat spot there at about the 550 where the track was chewing up and he wasn't particularly enjoying, even though he, 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 he gets through heavy conditions, he wasn't particularly enjoying where the track was chewed up there. And, um, I just had to nurse him through that patch and he ended up surging to the front with a relative ease and then had to fight off Pulele, who was breathing down his neck. But, mm. you know, he's just such a winner now and, um, you know, he's really applying himself to to his racing, and I, I think he I think he loves his racing to be honest. And um, he, you know, that last hundred meters particularly, he pinned his ears and 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 you know fought off Pulley to get the win. And you know, I'm pretty confident if the race was another hundred meters, the result would have been the same. He's he is a real winner. He's won six straight. Interested to uh, hear you talk after the race, uh, being interviewed, saying you did think you were in a little bit of trouble there, and you mentioned that flat spot at the five hundred. You thought I'm in a bit of strife here. I don't know if I'm going to catch these other horses. 
Yeah, I just like I said, I just had to really nurse him through it. He's um, he it was uncharted territory for both of us because um, usually he he strides up at about the you know the three hundred the three hundred the two fifty meter mark still on the bridle, nursing him through his gears. But because that pace was so uh, brutal, you know, it was uncharted territory as I said in terms of he he came off the bridle and, and I had to you know tr- really try and nurse him through that stage, but. Like I said, once he balanced up there at about the 300 and, you know, he worked through his gears, he, he surged up to those leaders with relative e- ease and then he just had the job of, of you know, continuing to fight um, to the line with Pulele breathing down his neck. And, you know, like I said, it was his, it was his acid test. He, he had to go up another level, particularly at Group 1 rate, weight for age as a three-year-old. Um, but I think he just proved how, how good he is on last Saturday. You know, he's a a genuine group one horse and the thing with the horse he's only a late season three-year-old and who's to say he's not going to keep improving as a four-year-old or even as a five-year-old so that's certainly um certainly exciting times ahead sam did the conditions play a role i mean we had the the rain and the track even though eagle farm uh obviously holds up to the rain a lot better than doombin just the day itself and the track conditions and the rain and the kickback did that have any impact at all not really on on Marzu. Um, you know he's a, he handles heavy heavy ground so well. Um, I often with the you know the the big wet that's been in Sydney these last couple of months. Um, I'm off he, often galloping the horse on heavy tracks in the morning, and he seems to give me a false feel on on how heavy the tracks are because he makes it feel like a you know a, a soft six at worst. He just gets through it so well, but I don't. Um, you know, I, he's certainly not just a, a, a wet tracker. It's a string to his bow that he that he handles it well. But I remember his um his his last run as a colt um, back in October. He won the, he won the Brian Crowley, um you know with a leg in the air. Basically, he won it as he liked, and that was on a good three surface. So you know, I've been saying all all along, I can't wait to get him back on a good service because I think he'll just really skip across it. And um, you know, it's not often you find a horse with with his ability and his will to win that and, and going into a race meeting, knowing that it doesn't matter what the weather is, it just takes another worry out of it. Uh, another, uh, another circumstance out of, uh, out of the race because he handles all track conditions and, and all circumstances and, and he's versatile. He can race on speed and, and now he's learning to relax and, and take a sit and, and absorb uh, a high pressure race. So, you know, he's got a lot of um, – he ticks a, ticks a lot of boxes for, for a horse to, to win big races, that's for sure. Mate, if you find a good surface, I'm sure there's plenty of people in racing who would love to know, <laughs> know where it is at the moment. It just seems to be yeah, – maybe, the... maybe, maybe Birdville or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> the dirt track, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, just just personally, Sam. Uh, I know you spent uh, two and a half years, I think it was, in in Hong Kong, but you decided to come back early from there. Then you had a bit of time off from racing. You went on a bit of a surfing trip. Is that right? Yeah, I did. I, um, you know, Hong Kong was a, a great experience, and um, as you said, I spent a bit over two and a half years there, and it was with relatively good success. I think my first season there, I finished fifth on the premiership, and you know, things were going well. But um, you know, like anywhere, if you, you know, you just you just got to continue to work hard, and 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 in, in Hong Kong, particularly, it's amazing how. You can be in one week and then the next week you're out. And that's just seemed to what happened to me. But 
I was very young when I went to Hong Kong. I was only 22 and probably had a you know a bit of growing up to do, which I certainly did. And um, you know, I probably still had a bit of growing up to do when I came home. Admittedly, I, I, I came home and probably approached it the wrong way. I probably thought my um, position in Sydney would, would, would still be here. And, um, you know, I was very, very flat and very tired and just not didn't have my head in the game and decided to take, um, you know, an extended break from racing, which was a tough decision to do because, Again, you're you're trying to do what's best for yourself and 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 give and you know correct your mental state, but at the same time you you're running the risk of of perhaps never um, being in the position you you once were ever again. So you know, that was a risk I had to take for for myself. And once I came back, I changed a few things around with my management and very lucky now that I've got a great team around me. I've got a, you know, a really good manager, Drew Smith, who, who who's really worked hard behind the scenes and, and really pushed me too to, to get me, um, you know, to, to, to help me climb the, the, the ladder. Um, when I first came back, I was going to country meetings, you know, far and wide and, um, riding out the country quite regularly. And, I'm also um, very lucky to have the help of James Winks, who helps a few riders in Melbourne as well. But he just um, he's more like more or less like a coach, really. We talk about my rides um, before and after the races, and you know it's just very important to keep those one percenters intact. And Sydney racing and you know Brisbane racing is the same. The one percenters are the, are the difference between winning and losing most times. So, you know, like I said, I've got a great team around me now, and I've got good family support and. You know, I'm back, um, back really loving what I do and loving my craft. And look, I'm not there yet. I've got a lot of work to do. Um, you know, I'm certainly a long way off, but uh, I'm heading in the right direction. And um, last Saturday was a was a big help for sure. Well, it shows on your stats. I mean, looking at uh, your strike rate over the past four seasons, 2018-19 was seven percent, 19-20 was eight percent, 2021 was ten percent. This season, you're riding at 15.2 percent strike rate. I mean that that shows yeah. what you're doing is right, and you're in the right space. Yeah, and you know, with with that help and, and confidence comes from support as well. You know, it's you can't you can't win on can't win on horses that can't win basically, mm. and um, you know, and and uh, you can go out and give them every chance, which is what I try to do in each and every one of my rides. But if if they're not good enough, they're, they're simply not good enough. But um, you know, I'm also you know, I'm, I'm gaining good support now and, and, and good support off, off the right stables. And I must say, Peter and Paul Snowden have been quite instrumental in, in, in my, my stats, say, over the last 12 months because, um, you know, they've given me great support. And, and you know, having the confidence and, and the faith in my ability to, to say, put me on a horse like Marzu on, on the big days, um, they could have got anyone on Saturday, anyone they liked, but they chose to stick with me and, as a jockey, that gives you confidence when you put on the colours before the race, knowing that you're going out to ride a horse like Marzu or any one of the, the Snowden's horses, say, or a Chris Waller or, or a John O'Shea, or you know, you, you know, you're going out there with a chance, and it really fuels you. So, yeah, like I said, I've, I've had to work hard, but uh, I'm starting to um, get the right support, and um, you know, like I said, Peter and Paul have been um, very instrumental in, in probably getting those stats up as well. So. 
like I said, there's still a job to be done. You still got to go out and win on them, but um, uh, you give trainers confidence with your confidence. So no, things are starting to fall into place. Great stuff, mate. Are we going to see you back here before the end of the carnival? Yeah, I'm, I think I'm going back up there uh, Saturday week. Um, I'm riding the horse of Annabelle Neeson that I won the Spirit of Boom uh, Classic on. I think he's going towards the Sires. So um, I'll be back up there. I think it's at Eagle Farm that, yep. that day, if I'm correct. Uh, and I'll possibly ride uh, a horse for Peter and Paul Snowden called I Am Superman um, in the Kingston Smith Cup. So... Uh, he'll be a, he's a he's a great chance with a horse with a lot of ability. He just needs um, he just needs the rain to stay away uh, to show his best. But uh, if it does, he's he's uh, certainly um, you know he's going to be very competitive in a race like that. Can't promise the rain will stay away, mate. But we'll try. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Unfortunately, one that's one of the many things that are out of our Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> Sam, thanks so much for your time, mate, for giving us so much time this morning on Trial Day there at Rose Hill. Uh, good luck uh, tomorrow with the rides you have, and uh, we look forward to seeing you back here in Brisbane tomorrow week. Thanks for your time, mate. No worries, guys. Thanks, thanks for having Sam. me on. There he is, Sam Clipperton there, uh, giving us so much of his time on a busy Friday morning. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Really nice guy. Absolutely. And uh, you can tell those that are successful in any sport or in business and life or whatever it may be, they've... They've got the right headspace, and he certainly uh, has the right headspace. He in certainly that does. And his strike rate trending in the right direction, isn't it? It is. We better take a break here on the punter's mate. Other side of the break, we'll come back and get the latest betting markets for Super Rugby, NRL, AFL, and can anything beat Zaki in the Doombin Cup? Nope. After the break, Scott Cross from CrossBet.